Jordan. Ian. Who knows all the lyrics to Barbie Girl, and when they listen to it, they dance like nobody's watching. Alanis Morissette? No. Two guys. What? Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Two Guys What's Up. We are here, we are back again, helping you direct your anger away from Monday and straight at us. We are a public service people, it's not Monday's fault, it's the start of the working week. So here we are to help unburden it. Jordan, how are you? I'm good, thanks. (laughs) Well, I'm feeling extra good because we are celebrating, aren't we? We are celebrating. It is episode 10 today. Can you believe it? Woo! I know it's not, you know, quite like episode 100 or a thousand or something, but still 10. We just need to have done this another 10 times. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Quick maths. (laughs) It will just celebrate every ten episodes. <laughs> uh, we are we are now in double digits, so that is uh, that's pretty cool. And um, actually, Jordan, I was listening back to episode one yesterday, and I don't think that if I had heard that with the ears I have now, that I would have had the power to continue. Because uh, have, have you listened back to episode one? I've sort of not wanted to. Yeah, it's horrid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I dare say we're still finding our feet, so at episode 50 we'll say, remember episode 10 when we said that episode 1 sounded sh-? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's got worse. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree. We are, we are still finding our feet, but I mean, like, it is, it is all my fault, by the way. You, you're perfectly fine. You, you're still, you know, got your, your radio voice. Well, no, we figured that anyway. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I was just like, hey buddy, how's it going? Today is episode one, two guys, what's up? Little robot. The intro was the worst. It's like, hey Jordan, who likes cabbages? And you're like, uh, I don't know, my dad. And I was like, no, two guys, what's up? <laughs> like, so lackluster. <laughs> Never mind, yeah. it's, a, it's a working progress, isn't it? Exactly. And hopefully by the time people actually find us, we'll be good at our craft. Well, we'll find out, we'll see. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Uh, I'm actually quite happy. To celebrate episode 10, I decided that it might be a good idea to upgrade quite a lot of my audio equipment. Oh, not that I can tell. Screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> it doesn't change your voice, does it? Are you the guy sending me all them emails? <laughs> Get a new mic, you idiot. <laughs> It's unfortunate it doesn't change the timbre of your voice. It'll start to change in a second because you're going to make me cry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Through sobs, trying to carry on. Hey, guys. How's it going? At least you'll have some emotion in your voice, unlike episode one. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. I think every time before we record now, you're just going to have to come round, sit me down in a corner and just like berate me and make me cry so that I have yeah, a bit of emotion in my voice. <laughs> it's like we're in a theatrical class here. Yeah, yeah. Channel your saddest memory. Method acting. That's it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've got some new stuff. I've got a new mic, courtesy of one of Jordan's pals. So shout out to him. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's very nice of him. Very, very nice. Yeah. I've got a curtain thing. Check me out with all my uh, technical lingo. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sound. Uh, it's not a curtain. It's a sound diffractor majigger thingy, you know? See, when your wife's like, when I get home, I want you to have installed these curtains. <laughs> You've just put isolation shields. Yeah, darling, I've soundproofed the living room just like you asked. <laughs> this is semicircular isolation shield around the windows. At least I wouldn't be able to hear a shouting at me. Unless you stand on the other side of it. <laughs> so that's what it is, folks. It's not a curtain. I just call it curtain thingy because it goes around me like a curtain thingy. Is that why you could not find one online when you were searching for Possibly, one? Possibly, yeah. I kept coming up with... Um... Mike curtain. <laughs> Okay, right, so let me reiterate. I have an isolation shield. That's right. 
I have got a whole new setup coming, really. Uh, I've, got, I've got like a new desk. I've got some uh, extra USB ports to help me plug everything in. I've got a new funky extension cable, yeah. which has like loads of plugs and loads of USB ports. And uh, I'm hoping to set up a little studio and by my bedside. So hopefully I'll have a photo of that coming soon because I think my table is coming today. Yeah, that'd be good. I have to say that I hate doing flat pack, so I don't envy you. Oh, God, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Legs will be on the top. Yeah. <laughs> All of the furniture in our bedroom is uh, Corona. And uh, my wife was like, if you're getting a table, she doesn't sound like that. (laughs) (laughs) Did your wife walk in? (laughs) Hey, hey, darling. Uh, Uh, She says, if you're getting a table, it has to match the the rest of the aesthetics in the the bedroom. So I was like, fine. So I had to buy a Corona table. But uh, the only one I could find is like barely any drawers. So I'm looking at getting rid of my current bedside table. So I'll be moving all my clothes into it. So I'm having to get an extra bedside table of the same design, naturally. Got you. Uh, So I've got drawer space. So I'm going to hopefully have a lot of a lot of table space, a lot of draw space, and it'll be nice and neat, and I'll have, I'll just have a nice little studio ready and set up to go. Yeah, it'll be worth it, though. And the other thing as well was that it's been a bit of a, not a, quite a running joke, but it kind of has become, where just before recording, Ian's like, ah, oh, I forgot to charge my iPad last night. Yes. That we used to communicate <laughs> to each other with. And last night he did, yep. but he's now got an extension cable, so he didn't even really need to. Completely unnecessary, yeah. But hey, you know, times are a-changing. Absolutely, yeah, it's just my look, though. But for anyone out there, if I do happen to sound worse, or perhaps even exactly the same, then as I've said before, please don't say anything about it, because I am a precious, precious flower. And if anyone says anything bad about it, (laughs) I will crumble and I will die, because... That little delicate flower. Just like a precious flower needs water to live, I need compliments. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a precious flower needs sunlight to flourish, I need love. And while some flowers do need manure to live i don't need that shit. So, 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 so keep your bad vibes to yourself okay all right thank you can i just say i think you're looking dashing today oh thank you very much what's surrounded by my orange bedroom light <laughs> and your curtains my, my sound curtains <laughs> i just thought i'd feed you a compliment just to get you going oh you are too kind i am ready and raring now because before i was like fucking hell this shit again man <laughs> <laughs> you're channeling the thoughts of the listeners yeah <laughs> Davy709 said, You sound like an idiot. <laughs> Kit Kat said, Shut your gob, you dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts running through my well, head. Don't you hate it when Kit Kat is your mum? <laughs> Dave oh. is your pap. Dave's my pap. <laughs> Shut your stinking gob, son. <laughs> Anyway, Jordan, let's uh, just jump straight into it, shall we then? Maybe we had better. Let's continue as we mean to go on. Jordan, what have you got coming up for us today and all of our glorious listeners at home? Well, I've got something that I'm calling the brutal quiz. Oh my God. And the reason why it's brutal will become apparent. Okay. We'll see. So I've put together up to 20 questions. We'll see how we do for time-wise. Okay. And I'm thinking what we could maybe do is we'll split things up. So unlike we would normally have your section first and then, you know, my part... Mm -hmm. How about, because I have so many questions, I'll do some at the beginning and a bit at the end, and we'll see at the end how many you've got right. Perfect. Sounds good, because actually I haven't prepared a goddamn thing. Perfect. Well, I'll just do the quiz then. (laughs) Okay, right. I'll just leave you to it then. (laughs) You talk to the listeners, I'm going to sleep. So are you ready for a quiz? This is just trivia questions. Okay. There's no particular theme in mind here. Right. But we'll see how you do, shall we? I've got my score pad again. Well, as everybody at home knows, I am borderline genius, so this is probably be pretty easy yeah yeah, i'm sure that's what everyone would call you i can hear kit kat and davy 704 clacking on the bloody keys already (laughs) (laughs) 
Not only do you sound shit, you're an idiot. <laughs> Your gene pool's got chlorine in it. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> but yeah, lovely. So, shall we go for it? Shall we just do it? Let's just f***ing jump in on, pal. Jump into my chlorine-infested gene pool. <laughs> The Brutal Quiz, part one. Dun, dun, dun. Here- <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to do your countdown theme? <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Perfect. Okay, here we go. Hit me. A cross between a horse and a zebra is called a hobra. Mm-hmm. True or false? Um, I'm going to say that's true. It's false, you f- idiot <laughs> I, I quit <laughs> why would you think that have you heard of a hobra have you ever heard of a liger uh no oh well that's a cross between a lion and a tiger so it sounds like it might be plausible so i thought <laughs> why not we'll go for it but uh, to be honest though what i did find out that is a male zebra mm-hmm. and a female horse is actually called a zoss okay so you can't really berate me for being stupid and thinking that might be plausible i've never heard of a zoss either moron <laughs> <laughs> you'll see why this is called the brutal quiz because uh the, the whole idea is when you get it wrong i'm just gonna insult you okay right so you, what you're saying is it, it was originally called the quiz and you just added the brutal and the insults <laughs> That's it. Brilliant. Exactly. Brilliant. That was my thought process. <laughs> so, well, that's one wrong, I'm afraid. Okay, let's let's see how you get on. Mm-hmm. So, number two, the black box on a plane is indeed black. Incorrect. It is red. You're right, actually. It's false, but it's not red. It's orange. Oh, God. But you are correct. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Thank you, you big pedantic bastard. <laughs> <laughs> number three, the letter A is the most common letter used in the English language. A. Um, no, I wouldn't have said so. I think it is I. You are wrong. It isn't A, but it's not I either. So any guesses? Um, I mean, you have got the point here. This is just to redeem yourself. Okay. Um, it's probably something stupid like Q. It's E. Of course it is. <laughs> I was going to say that. Apparently, the letter E appears in 11% of all English words. Say that again. <laughs> it helps if I can say it properly, doesn't it? <laughs> you need to go back to school and take some English lessons. I do. <laughs> uh, the letter E. Apparently, E is the most common letter and appears in 11% of all English words, according to the Oxford Dictionary. Oh, very nice. See? Very and nice have E's in them. Correct. Not Q's. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> So, okay, so two right so far. That's not nice, bad. Nice. Okay, here we go. There are only four different blood groups. True or false? Um, I think that is false. That is true. Bastard. There are only four. There's A, B, AB, and O. Okay, I knew that, but I thought there was one extra rare one, so I thought there was five. <laughs> what did you think it was? Q? Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, that's uh, two out of four so oh, far. Man. Let's, let's see how you do. Okay. I well, said borderline genius, not complete genius. Bear that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. The operative word there. Yes. Um, okay, try this one. Number five, a lion's roar can be heard up to eight kilometres away. True. Ding, 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 ding. Well done. You're spot on. That was excellent. Do you know how I know that? Can you hear them? My wife is a cheater and they are very similar. <laughs> So when I when I'm at work and I've done something wrong, I just hear my wife go. I can hear it from up to eight kilometres away. (laughs) That's very good. (laughs) 
<laughs> Do you know what eight kilometres is as miles? Um, is it 0.6 mile to a kilometre? I think it's something like that. I remember it's five-eighths of a mile, isn't it? Oh, no. I don't I'm... have this written down, by okay. the way. I'm just thinking if you could calculate it, this borderline genius. <laughs> Uh, Alexa, how many miles is eight kilometres? Eight kilometres is about 4.97 miles. I think it's about four it point... Is about shut up, Alexa! Eight... No, you shut up, prick. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, okay, onward pushing. So, number six. Australia, as a continent, is wider than the moon. True or false? False. It is true. So, the moon sits at 3,400 kilometres in diameter, while Australia's diameter from the east to west is almost 4,000. I'm not happy. So it is indeed wider than the moon. I thought you meant north to south. Well, I did say width, not height. Well, where where is north? If you're in space, mate, there is no north. There is no south. Well, there is north and south poles. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There's a north and south pole of the world. But if we're in space, you know, and I'm looking at it, I can't tell which is what. What Up is what? Down? Left is blue? <laughs> It doesn't, like, spin uncontrollably. It's on an axis that doesn't change. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not going to get into this. Carry on. Oh, I know, wait. I will, oh, you know what? I will get into this. Right, the North Pole. Why, why is it called the North Pole? <laughs> because, because what? Um, Go on. Go on. Uh, because our compasses point north. Okay, so who invented a compass? Mr. Compass Man. Mr. Compass Face, yeah. right? Whatever. <laughs> Compass McCompasson. We invented North and we invented South. They're, they're just things that we, we use to tell us which is where. Yes. Right, so that isn't North and South isn't South. It's just the world and their magnetic poles. So if I'm looking at it, just because somebody calls that the North Pole, that's all we know. That's just a concept that we've created so we know what to go off. <laughs> but ironically, you didn't go off it. <laughs> I did. I did. I exactly went off it. I was using spiritual distance <laughs> i'm just trying to fight my way out of it carry on uh, this is so fun okay <laughs> number seven an octopus has three hearts correct you are correct indeed an octopus has one main heart that pumps blood around its body the two additional hearts are responsible for one does the dishes and one does its tax returns <laughs> yeah you're right yeah. <laughs> no uh, the, the other ones are responsible for pumping blood over each of its gills oh there is a thing in that people say that uh, octopuses were from space yeah that is a now you get into the realms of where i actually know something you don't get a point for this <laughs> no i'll just i'll just tag on a bit of random info yeah there's um well, it's you know it's obviously going to be one of those theories which is uh, not mainstream, but some people say that octopuses are of other planets because they have shown such crazy intelligence. Like uh, I think there was one point where there was a diver in a cage uh, in the ocean, and an octopus swam up to it, looked at the the lock on the cage, mm. and picked it up almost as if he was like trying to fiddle with it and get it unlocked. Wow! So yeah, it's like it's like they display such crazy intelligence, and they can also fit in such a small hole, can't they? Like they oh can yeah, squeeze they can. through passages. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, aliens talk about anal probing. Oh, you just didn't realise it was their whole body. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, mate, yeah, so long as it's just that little thing there, it's like, no, it's the, it's the entirety of Kevin over here. <laughs> it's like reverse birthing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Anti birth. Right, yeah, I think we'll move swiftly forward. Yeah, let's um, continue. So, question eight. 
The word spaghetto is the singular word for a piece of spaghetti. True or false? I'm going to say false, but it's probably true. Utter buffoon. Is it true? It is true. Oh, f***ing hell. (laughs) Yeah. Generally, Italian words ending in O are singular, Mm -hmm. while words ending in I are plural. So, lots of spaghetto makes spaghetti. Interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. Now, if there's a quiz, you'll have that for life. Yeah, just use this quiz next week as well, and I'll hopefully get them all right. (laughs) (laughs) You probably won't. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Looks like your train of thought is still boarding at the station. (laughs) Uh, Number nine. Bananas are curved because they grow upwards towards the sun. True or false? That's false. It is true, I'm afraid. A process called negative geotropism means the fruit grows upwards to break through the canopy. Jordan, you're you're blowing my balls here, Paul. You are sharp as a marble. (laughs) (laughs) Last one before we take a break to to your stuff. Here we go. Um, A little kind of bonus one on the banana thing. So question 10 is bananas are classed as berries. True or false? Uh, That is true. That is true. Ding, 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 ding. Well done. I feel powerful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're very clever. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you don't touch in the mail. <laughs> a little um, fun fact, if mm-hmm. you like. Yep. I didn't realise this, but humans uh, share 60% of our DNA with bananas. I did know that. And I know it sounds like I'm just saying that to make up for all the stupid answers I gave and all that I got wrong. <laughs> but I did, I did actually know that. If it's a useless fact and something that means nothing, I'll probably know it. Listen, I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm just saying that you've got bad luck when it comes to thinking. <laughs> you're not saying it, but the rest of the world is. <laughs> so, so far, Ian, that is uh, half max, five out half of ten. Max. That's fine. I, I can I can deal with that. And um, yeah, if we get to the other ten, I will uh, obviously get them all right, because uh, you very kindly emailed them to me, so I'm going to look up the answers while I'm chatting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, I feel bad for this guy. I'm going to help him out. (laughs) Embarrassed in front of his mum and dad. (laughs) So, Ian, what have you got coming up for us this week? Okie dokie. So, I am going to be regaling you all with the story of one Mrs. Baba Vanga, who, uh, well, any idea who she was? Mm, uh, Was she part of the Vanga boys? (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, she was the Bulgarian blind mystic psychic. That was going to be my second guess. Well, you should have gone with that. Idiot! Now who's stupid? (laughs) (laughs) Suck it! (laughs) Brilliant. Right. So, Baba Vanga was born Vangelia Pandiva Dimitriova in Bulgaria. Well, that slips off the tongue. Doesn't it just? (laughs) (laughs) No wonder she changed it to Baba Vanga. (laughs) It's easy to say. She's like, I can't be doing with this. (laughs) She was born on the 3rd of October in 1911. She was born prematurely, and according to local tradition, she wasn't to be given a name until life was assured. So uh, I guess it's like, um, not not to be offensive to the situation, but it's like, I guess it's like having a farm and not naming your chickens if you're going to eat them. (laughs) She was going to be eaten if not. (laughs) No, no. It's like, you don't want to name it because then you get attached to it. So Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. The potential loss you want to soften your feelings. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, when she made her first noise, the midwife, upon hearing this, ran outside. And uh, as was tradition, apparently she asked the first stranger that she saw for a name. The stranger suggested Andromache, which was apparently too Greek. Uh, they were told to sod off, and another stranger was asked, and the name Vangelia was given. Uh, on the Greek point, it was during a period when the Romans and Greeks culture were clashing so that's why they said no to the original name it wasn't just a racist midwife <laughs> fair enough which would probably be like the worst kind of midwife 
I think a racist anything is horrible. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> Especially you against those greys. <laughs> I'm not racist. <laughs> they just scare me. And elephants. With all their octopuses that keep stuffing up my bum. <laughs> oh, it just slides right in. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So, her father was an activist who was conscripted into the army to fight in World War One, and her mother unfortunately died soon after. This left our pal Vanga to be cared for by her friends, neighbours and local charities for quite a lot of her childhood. When her father returned, he was very soon arrested due to his activist activities by the Yugoslavians and their belongings were confiscated, leaving the family poor and living in poverty for most of her young life. Oh, poor Baba. It is very sad. Not to make it worse, I guess, uh, she said that a turning point in her life was understandably when a tornado hit her home and she was lifted up and dropped in a nearby field, apparently with a lot of dirt and sand left in her eyes. But because of uh, their poverty... <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> sorry, but the, the image of that is so <laughs> the turning point was when a tornado lifted That was her words. That was her words. I'm not, I'm not just like, you know, I'm, I'm not paraphrasing. That's what she said. Poor Baba. But apparently because of the poverty they lived in, they could only partially remove some of the sand and dirt. So that is what led to her deteriorating eyesight. Oh, okay. She was later forced to drop out of school to look after her siblings. And this is when her seeing ability began to grow. The ironic part is seeing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to mention it. Did she not think to close her eyes? Was she just, like, whirring around, eyes wide up, and she had, like, matchsticks <laughs> holding them up? I don't really think, when you're mid-tornado, you're going to be like, better shut my eyes. You're kind of just going to be focused on not dying. I think I probably would. I'd be like, it's not happening, it's not happening. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you probably would, but she didn't, so... <laughs> Clearly. There you go. <laughs> She's like, this is great! <laughs> she'd never, they'd never been able to afford a theme park. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to go on that. <laughs> it's like the teacup rides. Only windier. <laughs> so, on to the predictions that she made. In 1989, she supposedly predicted 9-11, the attacks on New York saying, oh. Horror, horror! The American brethren will fall after being attacked by steel birds. The wolves will be howling in a bush, and innocent blood will be gushing. Ooh. So I think people attribute that because uh, Steelbirds, Americans, Bush, as in President. Ah, okay. But maybe, I don't know, it kind of sounds like people maybe grasping at straws, which a lot of these, you, you'll, you'll see. In 1980, she said that in August 1999, Kursk, which is in the centre of Russia, would be covered with water and the whole world will weep over it. And although her prediction was a year out, in 2000, the Russian nuclear submarine Kursk sank, killing all 118 crew on board and made headline news around the world. Uh-huh. Apparently she was referring to the city of Kursk, but the similarities are uncanny. Yeah, okay, so I get what you're saying, the yeah, s- yeah. trying to make squares into circles, and yeah. Like, this has a side and so does that. <sighs> she apparently prophesied that the 44th president of the USA would be a black person, and that turned out to be true, although she did also state that the 44th president would be the last. Uh, okay, well that was wrong. Well, that well, see, that's why I'm thinking that it, it was wrong, but I kind of guess that it was true because the president that followed was a rich, building-owning TV personality. Yeah, but he was classed as president. Wasn't yeah, he, he? he was classed as president, but that's like saying it's like can you imagine if Simon Cowell became our prime minister? Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, he's got that title, but is he really? To be honest, though, you know, he lasted far longer than our Liz Truss as prime minister. That is very true. <laughs> and you yeah. would still class Liz Truss as Prime Minister. Yeah. It's I mean, well, that is very debatable, yeah. 
Anyway, in 1969, she reportedly predicted the assassination of Indari Gandhi, who was the Prime Minister of India in the early 1980s, who was killed by her two bodyguards wearing a saffron-hued sari. Baba said, The dress will destroy her! I see an orange-yellow dress in the smoke and fire! So, I mean, again, just because somebody has died wearing that dress, they've kind of stuck them together. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why this is my segment. I'm trying to tell you about it, but I'm also debunking her as I go. Yeah, that, that <laughs> makes sense. I mean, I imagine there are a heck of a lot of things she said that just haven't happened. Well, yeah, well, I mean, like, she said a, a ton of things, but um, I'm, I've only cherry-picking some of them. Eventually, something's going to stick, isn't it? Of course, yeah. You know, I could say that someone painted their wall polka dot pink and white. And then if somebody ever does that, they'd be like, <gasps> Jordan from that shit podcast once said that. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up being Mr. Blobby. <laughs> uh, but Blobby? Our pal did predict her own death, apparently. She said that on the day of the 11th of August, 1996, that she would die and that she did. But... I have not found this written down anywhere. So, you know, if I died today, my parents could go, Ian said he'd die on this day. He predicted it. But there's, you know. Oh, I see. So it wasn't written anywhere that she would predict her own death. Not that I'm aware such. of. No, I think it's, I think it's more um, the local law and um, okay. tradition that follow, uh, surrounds her in, her in her home village. Oh, that pesky folklore. She did apparently predict some other things like the 1986 Chernobyl disaster, Princess Diana's death, the 2004 Thailand tsunami, and North Korea's invasion of South Korea in 2012. But again, I couldn't really find any of those written down. Actually, to be honest, right, when I, when I looked up... Uh, Baba Vanga's whole list of predictions. Mm. Every single listing was Baba Vanga's predictions for twenty three. What did Baba Vanga say about twenty twenty three? And it's it's all from now onwards. So right. like it took me a long time and quite a lot of deep internet scouring to find any of her previous predictions. Yeah. I mean you even have to go on the dark web and everything, didn't you? I did, yeah. I accidentally ordered eighteen <laughs> bottles of dead people. <laughs> Oh, have you seen actually the people on YouTube that um... do the mystery boxes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they are all faked. <laughs> do you think? Absolutely. I mean, some of them are creepy though, but you could be right. Yeah. Well, if you had the time to prep your own creepy mystery box, I'm sure you can make it as creepy as you want. That's true. And uh, the fact of the matter is, if somebody had these illegal things, do you think they'd really be uploaded, or would they would be taken down? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe any of them. No. Would would you open like a box and then like find a needle in it? And be like, oh, there's a needle. Oh, yep, tastes like blood. <laughs> Is that <laughs> not normal? <laughs> Your normal Saturday nights. But right on to the absolute best part, right? Because this is her future predictions. Oh, go on. Because I could say, in the next 20 years, humans will hit a breakthrough in AI, and humans and robots will start living side by side. And that's something that you could possibly believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could nod your head and go, okay, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Absolutely. Jordan, do you do you care to make a prediction for the future? I predict that the world will one day die. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit grim, that one, mate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, the sun will disappear. It will go on holiday. <laughs> not temporary, not. <laughs> one day it will just burn out. That is going to happen. Like. Yep, heat death, that's what it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. Lovely. But Baba Vanga's predictions all for the future, they kind of seem too crazy to believe. And oddly enough, most are so far in the future that none of us will be here to even be able to verify them. She's a crafty one, isn't she, that Baba? She is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, so there are a lot, right? I was going to cherry pick a few of them, okay. right? But as I was going through, I was like, I've got to say that one. I've got to say that one. Fair enough. Because they're just yeah, absolutely yeah. insane, right? So I think I've got about 20 here. So I'm not going to harp on about them too much. Some of them I do have to go on a little bit of a rant about because they're just crazy. And let's get into them. So starting in 2028, humans create a new and innovative power source, most likely controlled by nuclear fission. World hunger is eradicated. Humans step foot on Venus for the first time. Mm. I, I can't see that. Isn't Venus like a gas ball? Yeah, isn't it also ridiculous temperatures too? I think so, yeah, and the atmosphere is like acid or something stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, you could step foot, but you wouldn't be alive. Very true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just what she meant. But I mean, like, we haven't been back to the moon yet, you know, for a mission. We haven't even figured out how to get to Mars, and she's talking about how to go to Venus. Well, there's talks that we haven't even been to the moon. That is very true, but that is a subject for another day, Master Jordan. That is. I think we should talk about that one day. Okay, so, 2084. Nature revives itself. From what? Hmm. 2088. A new virus appears, get this, making people age in a few seconds. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, we're always ageing. That is very true, but, you know, to go from, like, born to, you know, OAP. OAP. Yeah, in, like, 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> But I wonder if that is just a cosmetic thing, <laughs> or do they just look really old? Yeah, so you're still actually physically fine. <laughs> <laughs> Going, mama. <laughs> but uh, fear not, because within nine years, in 2097, the virus is exterminated. Way, Except everyone's really old. Yeah. In uh, 2100, an artificial sun heats up the dark part of the Earth. Why? What? Okay. We have day and night, and that's for a reason, so people can sleep. Yeah. That would be awful, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah. I mean, I, I sleep with an iron mask, so, I mean, it doesn't bother me, really. <laughs> well, an iron man mask. <laughs> <laughs> Jarvis, play sleep tunes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really helpful, actually. Yeah, I'll get you one. Block out the sun whenever you like, as well. Block out your wife, block out the sun, block out all your troubles. <laughs> <laughs> no, they still remain in my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Constantly screaming at me. <laughs> Can't escape those. 2111. Humans become increasingly robotic, resulting in a scenario like that of the Terminator. Ooh. So with no follow-up on that, about any future predictions, are we just to assume that we win? Because there are a lot of future predictions. So I guess we just don't worry about that, do we? Oh, we've no. created AI, now we have a Terminator Wars, but we know we're going to win because in 202001, the sun's going to get cold and the Earth is going to undergo massive climate changes. Oh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why prolong? In 2125, a space agency in Hungary will receive signals from deep space and Baba will come back into the public eye again, which she probably actually will because they'll be like, oh, it's 2125, no space signals like that. Sia said, <laughs> and you know, she'll, she'll be back in the news like, Mystic Sia was wrong again. Do you reckon the ironic thing is, in that time, she'll just be forgotten about? <laughs> possibly, yeah, possibly. <laughs> Oh, who was it? The Venga Boys? What did they say? <laughs> Were going to Ibiza, was it? <laughs> In uh, 2130, societies are being constructed undersea with the aid of extraterrestrial beings. So that was a quick turnaround. Yeah. So from 2125 to 2135 years, I've gone, oh my God, we're receiving uh, we're receiving signals from space. Uh, I'll, th I'll see if I can decode it. And then some guy in the background's like, yeah. Build. There's no, there's no point, mate. They're outside. They're, they're on, they're in our garden right now. That's fantastic. Uh, Twenty-one fifty-four. Animals evolved to be human-like. Ooh. Yep. So you'll have rabbits walking around with big muscles and you know, gerbils like, "What's up, babe?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll have elephants knocking on my front door every night. What did you say about my race? Yeah, that's awful. Great minute. The question is, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's something you don't need to be glossing over. <laughs> the octopus has shared their knowledge <laughs> about oh, getting God. into human holes. <laughs> Grim. The Owen Octopus also stands for orifice. Oral. <laughs> so, in 2183, the Mars colony becomes self-sufficient and demands sovereignty from Earth. A bit of a Martian Brexit going on. War of the Worlds. Well, uh, discussion of the worlds. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> does it lead to the War of the Worlds? It does not, no. Okay. Uh, 2195, the underwater colonies become fully autonomous by producing their own food and water. So, water Brexit as well. Okay. They don't need us anymore. 2201. I think I said this one. The sun gets colder and the earth undergoes massive climate changes. Just turn up your artificial sun that you've made on the other side. <laughs> That's a really good point. Crank yeah. it up. You're all good. Yeah. 2221. Humans come to the horrifying realisation while scouring the universe for aliens. We've already got aliens, don't we? Apparently. Well, you know, they're like... <laughs> Bill's like, they're out in the garden. <laughs> and then this guy's like, where? Where? Oh, I can't see. They're like, hello. <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, oh, I just, just can't see them. I'll go scour the universe. And then, like, the horrifying discovery is they're not there because they are behind him. He's just too oblivious to the fact. Oh, they're in that fourth dimension. Does she ever mention that? She does not know. A oh, silly cow. Clearly she doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> oh, my God, right, this is a well bad one. 2256, a returning rocket brings an intergalactic virus back to Earth. Not another one. Oh, God. COVID part three. <laughs> That's probably part 15,000 at that point. 2288, time travelling is discovered. Aliens and humans make contact, again with the aliens. She likes these aliens, doesn't she? Apparently. She See, is. the question is, how did she come about these? Did she just, like, visualise these events? Uh, I, I have no idea. I, that, that information was not actually written anywhere I could find it. And also, I'm assuming, what did she use to write these down with? I mean, she couldn't see. I guess she probably spoke. I mean, she had a mouth, so she'd probably, <laughs> very true. She'd probably speak to her pals. <laughs> yeah, but... Here, Philbis, write this down for us. Um, in 2291, the sun gets significantly colder and humans try to reheat it. So, yeah, yeah, Baba, yeah, I'm writing it all down. <laughs> Don't worry. And he's just writing whatever he wants down yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably writing something like, in 2025, there will be a war between two countries. Like, yeah, aliens suck everyone off. Great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have no way of knowing. Exactly. <laughs> hey, up, dusty eyes. <laughs> Shut it, dusty peepers. I write what I want. <laughs> it was a Yorkshire. Yeah. Yep. Yorkshire Phil, they called him. She's like, whatever you do, don't write this down in your Yorkshire dialect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just been misinterpreted. In 2304, humans study the moon thoroughly. So, we've been to Venus, met Alien three times, lived on Mars, and not even finished looking at the moon, which is something we've been doing for decades already. It's like, yeah. uh, okay, we've we've got a little bit of space technology now, we can finally go to the moon. It's like, no, nah, scrap that, straight to Venus. Yeah. It's like, no, we'll, we've kind of got some stuff we want to finish on uh, on the moon. It's like, no, go to Venus. Baba said so. <laughs> yeah, but we'll all die. Get to Venus. <laughs> In 2341, the Earth is in grave danger from something from outer space. That's four aliens. <laughs> In 2378, a new race of people emerge. I mean, do you think she was just running out of ideas at this point? Maybe. I mean, she was like, sod it. I don't quite know how many exactly she wrote before she died, but she's made a ton for the future and they just right. get progressively crazier. See, I mean, she can't lose, can she? 
No one can verify any of these. Exactly, yeah. In 3797, every living being on Earth disappears, but humans are crafty enough to create colonies in a new solar system. How? What what does that mean? (laughs) I think she was off a rocker, to be honest. I think that tornado, she hit her head a few times. (laughs) She hit her head off a few sheep that were in there with her. In 4308, significant brain development leads to humanity becoming less evil and selfish, leading to 4509, humans can speak to God. Interesting. So that implies that he is real. That implies that, yep, God is real. 4599, immortality becomes the new norm in society. Right. You know, so just, yeah. Yeah, we're alive, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the norm. 4674. Human prosperity has peaked and 340 billion humans living on multiple planets. Aliens and humans mingle, aliens again, resulting in a humanoid extraterrestrial race. See, that would really frustrate me because like, if I leave something in the other room, I feel a bit like, oh, for God's sake. But if I left it on my other planet, I'd be well pissed <laughs> off. Yeah. Have you got my cards? Oh, for Say. Yeah, oh God, I left them on Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, you do live forever, so going back and getting them is not going to waste your life or anything. That's true, but how boring would that be? Yeah, probably quite. 5078, humanity decides to attempt to leave the known universe with about 40% of the human race refusing to do so, saying, nah, 46.5 billion light years is long enough for me. <laughs> uh, and the last one, right, I know what you're thinking. This is going to be one of apocalyptic magnitude, seeing the whole known and unknown universe come crashing down around us. But no, the final prediction that is in 5079, in her words, the world ends. Okay. <laughs> Only the world, but that's fine because we've got everything else. Exactly right. That's what I was going to say. Like, what does that mean? Like, in the grand scheme of things, that's like someone saying to me, hey, Ian, do you know that house you lived in for four seconds when you were a baby? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, in 3,000 years, that's going to be knocked down. (laughs) You could have sentimental attachments, but I guess over so many thousands of years, you probably wouldn't care that much, would you? Very true. Very true. (laughs) You'd be like, I've grown attached to these other things now. (laughs) They all seem seem a bit far-fetched and a a bit of a change from her earlier predictions. This person will die or there will be drought in this country to straight up we're going to meet God and leave the known universe. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting that she doesn't make note of anybody in particular. Yes, that's very true. No names, not not even any metaphors or, you know, similes or anything in there to to maybe even be able to try and tie to someone. It's literally just... Something will happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like her trying to think bigger and bigger. It's like, right, we're going to go to space. Then we're go- then we're going to meet some aliens. Then we're- our consciousness is going to grow. Then we're going to go further into space. And she's like, oh god, where, where do I go now? Uh, we we meet God. Then-, then we leave the known universe. Yeah, yeah it's just it's crazy. We kill the planet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And the other thing as well is, you'd think in so many thousands of years, really cool things would have happened. Yeah, I guess if those things happened, it's sort of cool. It's interesting. But oh, yeah. what about inventions? Really interesting things that might have happened. That is very true. It's all outside forces that seem to be happening. Yeah, here. yeah. I mean, I, I did leave a few out, but I, I honestly can't even recall there any uh, being anything like inventions. I mean, there, there was some stuff about robots and stuff, but yeah, I guess that that could be. You know, like I said, my my first prediction that I went to was AI. So it's going to be. You know, you think future, you think those kind of progressions. So maybe that's just where she went. I don't know. She, I mean, she could have throwing a curveball and being like 
there is a meteor that strikes Earth. Just like the dinosaurs, most of the population dies out. Yeah. And then we have to start again. Yeah. But none of that. She's just not very creative. Baba, I think, full of shit. <laughs> well, um, I did go into it really hoping to get some like decent predictions out of there and like uh, have a really interesting story. But the more I read, the more crazy it just seemed. And I mean... I'm not. I'm not. You know, trying to be mean to her or anything. But the, it's just the predictions just seem a bit bit out there for me. So yeah. Well, I don't think she'll care at this point. Possibly not, <laughs> unless she foresaw me taking a piss and was angry in the past. <laughs> Maybe, but you didn't find that prediction though, did you? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you two guys, what's up? Podcast will fail after ten. <laughs> Maybe. Well, uh, that, very interesting, though. Thank you, thank Food you. for thought, but I, I'm not sure how much I'd buy that. No, I, I'm not sure how much I'd buy that at all. But, um, yeah, right, uh, I have uh, had a chance to read over your email, and uh, I've got my answers <laughs> prepared. <laughs> if I get all these right now, people are going to think I actually did read over an email. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just swapped out the questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's finish things off, then. So, the Brutal Quiz Part 2. Hit me. In a regular deck of cards, oh, here's one for you. God. In a regular deck of cards, the king has a moustache. I should probably clarify that all the kings have a moustache. Okay. True or false? Uh, false. Ding, 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 ding. You are right. Just uh, not for a point, but just for interest. They all have a moustache except for one. Mm-hmm. Do you know which one doesn't? Uh, is it? Is it the one with the, with the sword through his head? But which one's that? <laughs> Is it the King of Diamonds? It's the King of Hearts that doesn't have ah, a moustache. Sausages! Well, it, hey, you still got it right, so cool, Yay. well done. Okay, the next one. That was question one, we'll call it, just okay. for, for simplicity. Uh, okay. Question number two of the, of the second part. Mm-hmm. In the English language, there is only one word that rhymes with orange. No. <laughs> no idea. Uh, I mean, is it true or false? You oh, don't have to give me um, the word, sorry. Oh, I thought you were asking me. Um... <laughs> Uh, I want to say that is... The, I think there is one. So we're we going for true? I'm going for true, yeah. That was wrong. I think I remember seeing that there is one that rhymes with orange. There are no words that rhyme with orange. Okay, whatever. You're the quiz master. Proves that there's only undisturbed air between your ears. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> question three. Bite me. V- <laughs> this is interesting because we touched slightly on something like this. Venus is the hottest planet in the solar system. True. True or false? That is true. Very good. Well done. That is another point to you. Most people would think it is Mercury, which is right next door to the sun, but no. It is Grovini. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, just to, to fill in what you said there, Venus has an average surface temperature of around 450 degrees. 450 degrees, degree, yep. <laughs> Mercury is closer to the sun, yep. but it has no atmosphere to regulate uh, the temperature. Okay. So it has a very large temperature fluctuation. Right. So, interesting shit. Super. <laughs> Uh, Question four. Okay, here's another kind of appropriate one for us. We'll see how you do with this. In Western music theory, there are five sharps. Okay, so there is no B sharp, I believe. So A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A sharp. Zoom this along. Is there not six? False. It is true. Go on, enlighten me. So there's an A sharp. Yep. There's a C sharp, mm-hmm. a D sharp, an F sharp, and a G sharp. There's no B or E sharp. Why is there not an E sharp? Because it, it, it doesn't exist. Well, that's not technically true. Uh, we're getting in the realms of things now. Mm-hmm. But in, in our normal ways of thinking, B and E don't have sharps in our note circle. 
Okay, fair enough. Just as a, as a thing, actually, do you know how many notes exist in our note circle? Uh, in a circle of fifths? It could be the circle of fifths, or just a chromatic note circle, I should say. So there's seven notes. So add the five sharps, you said. Yeah. Probably f- five flats as well. So, Interesting. So 12 notes? Yeah. You're right. Damn right. You don't get a point for that. I was just, I was just Cass wondering. Is. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. That, that's spot on. I'm very, I'm very impressed because... Thank you. This is going to sound awful, but you don't require that for drums, do you? You don't require no, that no. harmony knowledge. No, but not you have it, which is great. Yeah, well, uh, when I was at university, I did advanced theory. I did a, a class every week of advanced theory. Not by choice, it was part of the curriculum, uh, <laughs> but I hated it because it like you say, as a drummer, that's not necessarily needed. But uh, I was forced to take it, and I passed it. And uh, thank God I'm finally being able to use that knowledge 11 years later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who'd have thought in a two guys what's up brutal quiz. <laughs> okay, uh, question five. The Monopoly man does not wear a monocle. He does not wear a monocle. True. That is a, a Mandela effect, apparently, of uh, people is. remembering that he did, when in fact he does not. I think I know where that came from. So, have you seen Ace Ventura? I have. So, the film When Nature Calls, mm-hmm. Ace Ventura knocks out this guy at a party uh... who's bald. He looks like the Monopoly guy, and he wears his monocle and says, you must be the Monopoly guy. And right. I think that's where that's come from. Potentially, yeah. That was a film that a lot of our generation grew up on. So yeah. uh, it's, it's going to be the people now that are talking about the Mandela Effect. So yeah, I could see that working. Well done. Yeah. You just solved everything. I- Nothing is paranormal. <laughs> Nothing weird exists. I actually have a weird Mandela Effect. Okay, go on. Well, I say Mandela Effect. I, it's like something from a parallel universe crossed into ours. Right. Right. Because I was in my work's car park one day in 2020, bear in mind. Right. And I've got the, the, the picture and the time and the date that it, I took it. On the floor, I saw a cigarette packet that somebody had discarded. And since maybe 2015, I think somewhere about there in the UK, all our cigarette packets have been black and white and blank packaging. So there's nothing on it, nothing to kind of make them look like cool. Yes. You know, so people might go, hey, yeah, I want that packet because it's blue and shiny or whatever. But on the floor, I saw a packet of, uh, I think the, the brand was Richmond cigarettes. And I was like, they don't exist, right? But I know that in some foreign countries, they're still printed as they used to be. But they have the, you know, the smoking warning? Yeah. That is in the language of origin. Right. So if they came from Spain, for example, the, the warning would be in Spanish. But the warning on the label is in English, mm. right? And uh, I'm like, that should not exist unless somebody has been hoarding these since five, six years ago, whenever it was. I took a photo of it. So I've got the photos. So if anyone's interested, I'll stick it on the Instagram so you can see. But yeah, I am pretty that sure that like a little portal just must have opened up and like, plop, straight onto our little work car park. <laughs> But very weird, yeah. If anyone has any ideas of why that might be, uh, do let us know. Or if you have your own Mandela effects or bizarre moments where you feel like you've switched universes or something is suddenly different that you swear should be the other way, then yeah, let us know. Yeah, please do. Let us know. (laughs) Okay, number six. Number six. Uh, Google was initially called Backrub, as in like someone rubbing your back. It was originally called something else. Uh, I'm going to say false. It is true. It was originally called Backrub. <laughs> I, I don't I'm know why. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was originally called something else, but that didn't ring a bell, so bite me. You're the type of person <laughs> who thinks Cheerios <laughs> and donut seeds. <laughs> what? Are they not? Uh, yeah. I've been, I've been planting <laughs> Cheerios with sprinkles on. <laughs> 
and a bit of Isis sugar. <laughs> Imagine if that worked. That would be so good. Do you mean Imagine infinite donuts? I, I have infinite donuts. <laughs> uh, question seven. Mm-hmm. A snail can sleep up to one month. True or false? False? Isn't it like two years? Hey, you're right. Nice. You are correct. It's actually three years they can wow. sleep up to. I wish I was a snail. <laughs> Imagine how groggy you'd wake up, though. Have <laughs> <Every> coffee! <laughs> you'd be like, I only went for a nap. What? <laughs> Never mind. Question eight. The USA has the longest coastline in the world. True or false? Mm, false. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. You're not as thick as I thought. Hey. So, <laughs> do you know what the longest coastline is then in the world if it's not the USA? I couldn't even hazard a guess. It's gonna, is it an island somewhere, you know, that's going to be like all the way around? It's going to be... This is a place that you'll know. I ain't going to bother. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> it's Canada. Oh. Apparently. Good old Ogopogo hey. territory. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> What's her, what's her name? Yoko Ono. Yeah. I just think of Pogo Stick. <laughs> Yoko Pogo. She's <laughs> just bouncing around. <laughs> Perfect. Number nine. Pineapples grow on trees. True or false? True. No, no, wait, no. They grow on plants. Oh, I do I that. give you it? No, oh, no, whatever. Wolves. But you, you are right, though. They they, uh, they do not grow on trees. The pineapple plant is a member of the bromeliad family. Bro. And although it looks like a <laughs> it looks like a palm tree, it's in fact a plant. Yep. So I feel like I, I want to kind of give you that. I'll give you that one. You are very kind. Fair. You're so I kind. I know, I really am. <laughs> and the last one. The most costly spice in the world is vanilla. True or false? True. That is false. Sick of hearing that noise. <laughs> Were you born this stupid or did you take lessons? Uh, I purposefully bashed my head against eight walls on the way up to my bedroom before you started recording. <laughs> just, just, just to real cement it in. <laughs> did you know where they used to get vanilla flavour from? Oh, I remember reading about this, but I can't. I don't recall, no. It's from the anal gland of a beaver. I think you're right, actually. I am it's right. It's something really stupid. And that used to go in everything. That's not where I get my vanilla that's for sure. That's where I get my vanilla from. <laughs> and other things. <laughs> Amongst others. <laughs> so no, the most costly spice in the world is in fact saffron. And uh, I'll give you an idea. A kilo of saffron costs, depending on the quality, between 3,000 and 14,000 euros. Bloody hell. For a kilo of saffron. Oh man. What's, what's it even taste like? I can't even describe the taste. I actually have, uh, I think it's a four gram box of saffron in my... How much uh, did that set you back? Uh, well, nothing. Was it Tesco's own? <laughs> <laughs> my father-in-law bought it for me from Spain. And, oh, very um, nice. Uh, yeah, it was a really lovely treat. But you know, like, if you imagine... Like, if you go to an Indian restaurant mm-hmm. in the UK and you get maybe, like, a side order of basmati rice or something like that, you'll often get, like, little red flecks in it. Like, the grain is slightly different. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's usually saffron. Right. So it, it dyes the, uh, the... The consumer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't mean kills off. <laughs> It, uh, it gives it a kind of orangey red tint, and it also flavours it, but I couldn't describe what the flavour is. But Very nice. Very expensive. Cool. So, after all that, let me just top up your scores, Ian. Okie dokie. Do you really want to know? Yep. Six. You, you uh-uh. got 11. 
<laughs> 11 out of 20 there. Very nice. That's, I can deal with that. That's over halfway. It is. It I, said is. I, I said I was borderline, not full. So Yeah, you're a person of rare intelligence. Uh, <laughs> it's rare when you show any. Do you know what, mate? I've got a quiz. A li- not a quiz, a little, a little game for you as an outro, right? And I, I was going to feel a little bit bad, but now I feel great about this quiz, okay? <laughs> Lovely. Well, well done for that anyway. I think some Thank of those you. were quite tricky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them I think I knew, but I thought they're going to be a trick question because, but, you know, I went the opposite way, but I'm not going to try and sit here and justify it. Never mind. All in the name of fun. So that was the brutal quiz. It's over. Now I can be nice to you again. Yeah, well, you're going to hate me. Love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll save that for the end, just in case you want to take it back. Okay. Okay, right. So, I've got a little game for you, right? Just a quick outro. All right. The, the game is as follows. For example, I will say three questions, getting progressively easier, giving you clues as to something I'm trying to describe. Okay. So, I will say, for example, I am a vestibule. And then you can guess what it is, right? But you have to say... Okay. So, if I say, I am, blah, 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 the answer has to be, I am... Uh, whatever it is, right? So the second, um, okay. the second hint might be I come in a variety of measurements, such as pint and shot, and then you can have a guess. Okay. And then I might say I hold liquids for consumption, and you can guess. So any guesses? Got you. Uh, I would say a table. <laughs> for a start off, you have to say <laughs> I am. I am a glass. Correct. Well done. Right. That was easy. Yeah. So that that was the example. So they do get a bit harder, okay. but I haven't looked at these answers in a while, so I might forget some of them. But uh, are you ready to go ahead then? I think so. Right. I will say the bit at the beginning, I am a bit more pronounced so that you can remember that for the end. Right. Okay. So I am a generalization for a name of a group of species of bird. I am a flock. Nope. Second one. Some of these birds include a blue. <laughs> I am a tit. <laughs> Dude, don't be so harsh on yourself. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> I, don't, I do not know what you mean. I would agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that is the correct answer. So you have a, a blue tit. Yeah, fantastic. Well done. Thank you. Right, so let's uh, move on to the second question. I am a netted container that is used to store a certain sports item. <laughs> I am a ball bag. <laughs> Dude, you'd be really harsh on yourself today. Do you, do you feel bad for taking the mick out of me? You're trying to make yourself feel better? No, I feel great. Okay, man. <laughs> was that correct? That was correct. What would have been the other, the other prompt? The other ones were, some of these include tennis, foot, and ping pong. Brilliant. Question number three. I am the nickname usually given to the laughing stock of a village. I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> close. It's very close. Um, you just missing one operative word. Uh, they are usually depicted as being drunk. Uh, they, they are seen as very dense. I am a village idiot. Well done. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. You're being a bit mean on yourself here today, mate. Are you sure you're I all know. right? Is there something you want to talk about? I, I, I'm feeling all right at the moment. Okay, right. <laughs> Let's carry on then. So I am something you find on a door. <laughs> I am a knob. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> Thing is, you'll just compile all these answers, won't you, into one audio <laughs> yeah, segment? Not a bad idea. Uh, right, question number five. I am a word that is incorrectly given to a pregnant goldfish when actually it means a female goldfish with egg development. Oh, I don't know. It is an acronym for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I, I am a twat. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> number six i am a hooved mammal 
I am the name normally given to a donkey. Oh, what would you say? It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, some people might call me a smart one of this. I am a smart Alec? No. They would call me a smart ass, oh, but they would call you just an ass. <laughs> of course, ass, yeah. <laughs> so that one is incorrect. You do, you're doing quite well, to be honest. Thank you. Right, so the, the next one, number seven. We're only, uh, I think, three away. So I am a person who has committed a certain type of crime. Okay. This crime is of more of a serious nature. This crime includes the act of taking a life. I am a murderer. Jordan, are you sure you want to say that on the podcast, mate? Is there something you want to tell me? (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) Okay, right, here's here's another one for you. I have a popular, right, so bear in mind, I have a popular English dessert. This dessert was first published... I have a spotted dick. (laughs) Jump straight in there. And what was the question? <laughs> I was talking about treacle sponge pudding, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't. No, that was no, that was correct. The answer is spotted dick. Oh, great. Right, so last one. I am a creature that latches onto and lives with a host to feed on them. I am a parasite. I know. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> a murderous parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I feel like we should probably wrap this up, shouldn't we? Yes, that definitely feels like it's come to a a nice, conclusive ending right now. Yes. So, we do have a little bit of big news for the ending. Yes. Not that big, but it's something cool. And it means that you don't have to listen to me ramble a horrible outro anymore. Because we have gone and got ourselves a dot com. We do. So what that means is, now I can say if you want to listen to us, if you want to chat to us, if you want to see our creepy looking mugs, all you need to do is go to twoguyswhatsup.com. How easy was that? All the links are there. It's so much easier. The link will be in the description down below. So Clear and concise. <laughs> With a little bit of a whammy there at the end. <laughs> 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 Lovely vibrato. What are you talking about? My vibrant bra. <laughs> we swore we were both going to do this in our lingerie this week, Jordan. For episode 10. <laughs> Forgot that memo. I'm just sat here in my vibrant bra and my thong. (laughs) (laughs) With my netted container hanging out. Oh, oh, perfect. (laughs) Brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Right, well, we'll see you all next week, shall we? Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. All horrible comments, please be directed to Jordan, because he can handle them, because he's tough as nails. (laughs) Me, the delicate flower over here. Only nice things, please. (laughs) Just um, nice little soft written sentences like warm cuddles from a rainbow thank you i'm sure people will uh, will do just that absolutely <laughs> i can't wait to see what happens now <laughs> bring on the trolls <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening everyone have a lovely week and we will catch you on the next one bye bye